Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. So much to talk about, and we're so excited stepping into the fray with us, Renato Mariotti, our legal lad. Good morning, Renato. Good morning. Glad to be here. I, I just love this, uh, this summation of yesterday. Donald Trump claimed victory in the New York fraud trial yesterday. He has already lost. <laughs> and, and issued some thinly veiled threats against the judge, the attorney general, the clerk, blah, blah, blah. Same, same. Um, once again, I, I, just because he says it <laughs> doesn't make it true. He clearly did not win <laughs> this trial, correct? Tell us from your a, take. Go ahead. Yeah, from a legal perspective, one million percent. Okay, Stephanie, he's lost the trial. In fact, his legal team had made a decision to lose the trial essentially or to cut their losses many many months ago when he was asked to sit for a deposition and he declined he was eventually forced to sit for a deposition and when he did he took the fifth hundreds of times and you don't need to be a lawyer uh to know that when you have a civil case and you take the fifth uh, hundreds of times it's not good for your case okay um it can be held against you the judge actually can assume that your answers would have been bad for you. Uh, yeah. So, it, it, you know, he his legal team had already made a decision that the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. They were going to lose this case. But, but I will tell you, I was on MSNBC a couple times yesterday. I was yeah. on CNN a couple times yesterday. And one thing that I said on all, on those not, both networks, and I was frustrated, Stephanie, was I do think that he manipulated the media mm-hmm. into changing the story here. Because the story is the fact that he committed fraud. There's closing arguments. He's about yeah. to be found liable for hundreds of millions of dollars. Instead, he's giving speeches and trying to interrupt the judge and doing all this stuff to turn this into a circus and a distraction. Th- Renato, thank you. I've been ranting all morning about how this whole thing is about, you know, different sets of rules that he just doesn't think he has to play by the rules. I was sort of annoyed. Um, tell me what your take is, because I know Lisa Rubin over on MSNBC said it was good that the prosecution will let him ramble because they can use some of that. But again, he, he said, can I give a closing statement? The judge said, within these rules, they said no. They did it anyway. I, you know, he asked Trump, are you going to play by the rule? No, of course not. So, he, But he lets him ramble. Was that good legally, that, that he let him just ramble or, or not? Well, legally, I don't know how much it matters. 
Okay. Right. In other words, he's going to lose either way. I, I don't agree with Lisa's comment. I mean, Lisa is not approaching it. She, I don't think she's tr tried a lot of cases. I, I don't think it, it's really going to matter from any legal perspective one way or the other. Yeah. But I think it's what happened there, what was concerning there is the judge had set a hard line and set some rules. And Trump went forward and did what he was going to do anyway. Now, I understand it's infuriating to people who are watching this and you know on TV and people who are listening right now to your show. That does happen in courtrooms mm -hmm. across the country. I mean, where but, but should the judge have said, nope, the second shut him he down. started it Correct. Off. And that's what I was going to yeah. say. That was where I was going to go from there is, is judges have different levels of shutting down someone in that circumstance. And I do think part of what's going on here is he's a former president. He's got a lot of people who he's uh, hoodwinked into supporting him. Uh, and I say hoodwink because he's literally deceiving people. Um, yeah. And th there's a, there's this idea like, well, th there's a hesitation, right? And in a trial, um, when you have even a momentary hesitation as a judge or as a trial lawyer, uh, you're going to miss out on opportunities. So what happened was Judge, you know, ju Trump just gets up and starts talking. The judge says, hey, are you going to follow the rules? He doesn't he Trump doesn't say anything. He just starts talking. And if the judge yeah. does not shut it down in that second, in that it's going to go on. Thank right, you. It's gonna go Thank you. I'm glad you saw that, you know, because I'm just an idiot. That's well, I work now in my attic because I have COVID, but I used to work in my basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Renata, what how does that how's that going to play? You think in the E. Jean Carroll case coming up because it's already been ruled. You cannot say you didn't rape her. Well, as you Trump never listens to anything. Mm -hmm. So is he going to try that again? Because that's the whole point is that, you know, he wanted to give the statement so he can't be cross-examined. He can give a campaign right. speech, whatever you were just saying. Talk to us yeah. about that a minute. Well, I, I do think he's going to continue to thumb his nose at that case. I mean, what's interesting is, you know, he did not take um, the, 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 you know, the D. Jean Carroll case seriously at all. I mean, I don't, he didn't even show up, right? Mm -hmm. He did give a deposition there. He didn't take the fifth. He just didn't take that case very seriously because the level of downside for him was small enough that the PR value, political value of whatever he was doing outweighed any downside from that case. The New York AG case obviously is different. It, it definitely hurts him in his pocketbook in a very serious way, even beyond the 370 something million dollars. Just the, the sheer impact on his business is, is really priceless. So I, I do think he's going to continue to take an aggressive, flout the judge, flout the system, you know, thumb his nose at those lawsuits and at E. Jean Carroll, but that's just, you know, who and what yeah. he is. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
So you tweeted, uh, Trump ducked the witness stand in order to avoid tough questions on cross-examination. He had a right to remain silent. When defendant does not testify but wants to deliver an argument at trial, judges typically set ground rules. Not surprising the judge did so here. I mean, that's exactly the setup for this, right? Is right. you know, And Trump did specifically what he said you can't do. You know, campaign speech, give new, you know, new evidence, all of the things he tried to do, and avoid... Uh, cross-examination right right it, it, the thing is here's the thing seven he's playing a different game and then the 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 other people in that in that in that courtroom in other words he's not trying to win the court case at all that's not yeah. a, an i mean maybe he thinks he is i don't think so i think he's smart enough to know he's not actually winning anything there he's doing this because by the way as soon as he finished that closing statement okay or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. he went outside and gave a press conference yeah. I was on MSNBC at the time. That's why I wasn't tweeting about all this, okay, because I was yeah. on television. I was yeah. on MSNBC at the time. They cut away from me talking about it to put on Donald Trump with a bunch of American flags behind him giving a speech about whatever while, while the New York Attorney General's lawyers were making their closing argument. And so right. I, they cut away and, and all of that. I'm not I'm not trying to be harsh on any network one way or the other, but I'm just pointing yeah. out that it, what he was doing was to exactly that. That's that was his purpose was to take attention away from yes. the evidence, take attention away from the law, put attention onto his BS arguments, yeah. uh, BS disinformation campaign. That's what he was doing in the courtroom. That's what he did afterward. And it worked to some extent. And it, it bothers me that it worked. Because at this stage, we should know better, and there's a lot at stake here uh, for our democracy. So it's concerning. Thank you. Renato, you're, it makes such a great point. It's like we flash back to the empty podiums and how he was covered in 2016. You're right. He can't do this without media help. Mm -hmm. as, you, as you tweeted, Trump's trying to turn this trial into a spectacle because the facts and the law aren't on his side, focusing on the spectacle instead of on the extensive evidence and the judicial finding that he committed fraud. This plays right into his hands. I mean, I... I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence. I, I hope they will learn a lesson with all these trials going forward, because you're right. He's going to do this with all of them. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I think he's gone all in on a strategy where he's going to delay. He's going to make every argument he can. I mean, I was on television the other day defending this argument that he could like murder and rape and pillage our country, you know, people in our country and be immune if he's president, right? I mean, it's absurd. Yeah. It's an absurd argument. Like the idea, the, the idea that the Supreme Court of the United States can be like, yeah, that's a great idea. We're gonna, the president's gonna be completely immune if he murders the United States Congress. I mean, it's absurd. I, I, yeah. I honestly, on his face, he's making these absurd arguments, delaying, and the whole purpose of it is to go all in on a strategy to win the presidency, get a power, you know, God knows what he's going to try to do. I mean, we're hearing and seeing a lot of reporting about the insane things he's going to do if he's reelected. I think that's that's his only plan at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, you tweeted about that. It's just and the, and as you said, I think Jamie Matt Raskin made this point, too. Under that theory, he could just murder the Senate as well and face no penalty. I mean, you don't even have to be a lawyer to go that that's absurd. Um a group of 19 former Republican lawmakers are warning the Supreme Court in an open letter to end Trump's immunity gambit immediately. You know, Adam Kinzinger, Barbara Comstock, David Jolly, Joe Walsh, a lot of our, you know, former Republican friends. I, I, will even this Supreme Court <laughs> grant something so ridiculous, Renato? 
You know, my take on it, this is what I think is going to happen, Stephanie. I think the, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals is clearly going to reject this. Okay, first of all. Okay, yeah. those judges do not seem very enthusiastic about this about this uh, theory. And then I think the Supreme Court may just not take the case. I agree. That's just, what I keep saying. Yep. That's yeah, what I, keep I mean, they're because they're not going to have they're not going to have five votes that are going to say, oh, this is a fantastic idea, this immunity idea. So I think they're just going to they're not going to want to look divided. And, and I think they're just going to let the D.C. Circuit I have agree. that one. Also, Renato, again, I'm not a lawyer, but doesn't it seem like his ridiculous, inconsistent statements from one trial to the next? that contradict even things that are on tape, whether it's him or his lawyers. Like for instance, uh, in his fight for immunity from prosecution, Kyle Cheney tweets, Trump's latest refrain is that the campaign was long over by the time he pressured states to overturn the results, but that's not what he told supporters or the Supreme Court at the time. I mean, he keeps changing his, I'm an officer of the court. No, I'm not. Yes, I was here. <laughs> like This is part of my presidential duties. No, it wasn't. I mean, he just, you can't keep doing that from trial to trial and think there's no record of anything can you you know it's interesting stephanie i've been look i've been uh, talking about donald trump's legal issues since 2017 okay it's, it's been a long time and his he has a rather complicated state of mind um and i really think he's more um crafty devious than he is um just all over the place but one thing i will say is you know there are there are litigants out there that litigate all over the place, sue people all over the place, say all sorts of crazy things. The legal system does not take them super seriously. And but right. the thing is that, you know, this guy's Donald Trump. He was the president. He may be the president again. So like judges have to sort of go through the motions of taking this stuff seriously. Most people who file all these frivolous lawsuits, who say all sorts of crazy things in response to lawsuits, judges have very little patience mm -hmm. for it after after a period of time. Yeah. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I, you're so much nicer than I am. That's the nicest way I've ever heard to describe crazy. He has a complicated state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know, but that. he may I'm not be crazy. It may be devious. I mean, that's yeah, the that's thing. True. I don't completely also, understand. Yeah. I think it may be part of a devious plan. I mean, this is yeah. a guy who was planning to put Jeffrey Clark as attorney general and, you know, seek retribution on his enemies and all this yeah. stuff. Uh, who knows? Like maybe this is all part of a plan, just to spout off random, random crap in a courtroom. I don't know. I mean, I, and the final point you made too is that even his awful sons. At least you said they're. 
their lawyer was pursuing an actual legal strategy, making plausible arguments that could possibly sway the judge as he writes his opinion. You said uh, Trump's lawyers are working with Trump to distract uh, and pick a fight with the judges for political PR reasons. So, I mean, you're right. They're, in none of these, are they really doing a defense? In everything, they're pretty much just arguing he's above the law, right? It's, it's, it's a PR strategy or press strategy or political strategy, whatever you want to call it. It is not a legal strategy at all. I mean, you don't need to be a lawyer to understand that insulting the judge in a bench trial. In other words, there's no jury there. Right. The judge is the decider. Mm -hmm. <laughs> insulting the judge, attacking the judge is not a, a winning strategy. I mean, it's like it's obvious. Like, you don't need me to explain this on legal analysis. Right. It's common sense. Right. And so attacking the judge is not a legal strategy. It is a strategy to raise money, maybe, for his donors. Maybe it's to try to get some points in the Republican primary. God knows what, to get press coverage. But it has nothing to do with trying to win. The 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 fact that Eric Trump and, and Donald Trump Jr.'s lawyer was in there actually making legal arguments, trying to persuade the judge on some points, it actually is an odd contrast because mm -hmm. you add somebody there actually taking the case seriously on the other side. It's like, oh, this is what Trump's lawyers could have been doing. And it's almost like a, a, a kind of a bizarre contrast when you when you see it that way. Oh my God, I know. I, I keep wondering how close we are to that guy. I don't know if you saw the video over the holidays of him jumping over the thing and physically attacking oh, yeah. the judge. Yeah. I don't want to. Oh, I did see that. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it's just, you know. A terrifying time for our democracy, I think, and our judicial system. I mean, I, I think the swatting of Judge Engeron and uh, um, what do you call it, uh, Jack Smith, and yeah. you know, it, it's just, I just everybody keeps saying it, Renato, but it's like, are we going to wait till something really bad happens? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is, um, yeah, and, and uh, oh, Judge, I, I, yeah, I mentioned Judge Engeron. I just never remember Judge Engeron, Judge Chutkin, and Jack Smith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we've had I mean, just just so everyone listening understands, you know, we have had issues with judges uh, being attacked and killed before. I mean, a judge here in the northern district of Illinois had her husband and her and her mother, yes. I believe, mm -hmm. murdered. That's right. Um, you know, and I well, I'll just say when I was a federal prosecutor, I was in protective custody because one of the people I prosecuted escaped from prison and said he wanted to kill the judge and the prosecutor oh and so the God. judge wow. and i were in protective custody so it does these things wow. do happen um they just don't happen this often they aren't as part of a, a calculated strategy right by a particular yeah. litigant but it's a concern no doubt yeah it certainly is now i want to just jump to the screen and hold you and comfort you <laughs> thank you Stephanie. not, not just about you being handsome it's all it's protective custody wow. Um, All right. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Renato. Talk Thanks, to you next time. Thank you, Renato. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.